Hi, what the health tech listeners. Um, I'm your host this week, Paul Johnson, and this is the podcast where we look at some of the trending topics, challenges, best practices within uh, health and social care. Um, I'm joined this week by uh, Awain Reese Hughes, who's an ENT surgeon within the NHS, um, and Owen has first-hand experience of some of the challenges, frustrations around some of the clunky and siloed systems. Um, and as a result of that, went on to uh, solve that problem directly um, by creating his own solution. So Owen um, founded Synapsis to help support and fix some of those challenges. Um, thanks for joining this week, Owen. Thank you very much, Paul. Very pleasure to uh, to be with you. Fantastic. I've uh, I've got a few questions for you, which I've kind of compiled ahead of this. Um, but for me personally, um, this resonates with me heavily because it, I'm kind of in a similar position that seeing some of the challenges faces across health and social care, uh, myself and, and Lee Williams, co-founder here at Radar Healthcare, we did the same thing in terms of trying to find a solution through technology and software to, to address some of those challenges and problems. So... So yeah, you're in good company and definitely resonates with me. Um, and it's really great to see that having a surgeon and somebody's on the front line that's built a, a solution um, that's been widely adopted. So yeah, please tell us a little bit about Synapsis. Yeah, well, as, as you say, you know, Synapsis came really from uh, the experience I had of you know seeing patients in the hospital uh, who'd often, you know, waited a long time to to see, you know, in my case, a, a, an ENT surgeon, um, and really, you know, what what I found was for many of those patients, um, either they they didn't often need to come and see see us face to face, or they were sometimes referred to the wrong speciality, or they were referred at a time where you know there were a few more investigations that could have been done before they came. And, you know, the result of that for the patient is that one, you know, they were wasting a long time before they could start treatment often. Uh, two, they'd be very frustrated and anxious, um, you know, that, that often they'd expect that they were going to have an operation. And, you know, wh- when I was explaining to them, that probably they, they, they didn't need an operation. Sometimes that would come as a surprise, uh, sometimes disappointment. Um, but also it, it caused a lot of problems for us in the hospital, you know, it, it, it meant that um, our waiting lists were longer. Uh, we had less capacity to see, um, you know, the very urgent patients who really needed to see us, including, you know, those on on uh, the cancer waiting list. Um, and also from, you know, from talking to colleagues and, and people who are referring to us in primary care, often they felt very isolated. They had, you know, at that time, they had very little option but to refer the patients or to send them to A&E um, or to send them to, to for an outpatient appointment, where often they would know, you know, that that probably wasn't always what what what, what was best for the patients, that, that they would much rather just get a bit of advice, <clears throat> talk to a specialist and, and you know, implement the, the, the right treatment there and then. And really, that's what what we built synapses to do to to give you know GPs, nurses, paramedics, uh, optometrists, uh, all kinds of clinicians who are seeing patients in the community, give them you know real time access um, and you know, with one click uh, access to advice from from specialists, um, and that that's what we 
built synapses to do. That was the vision, and we haven't deviated from that really. So it's 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 the vision has has stayed the same. Um, we're just doing it now um, for many more patients and and across many more parts of the of the NHS. Brilliant, fantastic. So as from a patient perspective, do uh, uh, if I was logging onto this onto synapses, is that at a patient level? So they they almost have a choice and can navigate their own pathway albeit it's obviously being directed by the software or is it is it predominantly used by the kind of the gps and those that are going through that kind of triage process yes that's a great great question so yes so synapses is used by by clinicians um we have some interfaces with with patients but the primary users are clinicians so as a patient you would you know either be having a virtual consultation with your gp or you'd be, you know, sitting in, in, in the room with the GP and the GP will, you know, would talk to you about your your problem, examine you, and they would be thinking in their mind, you know, I'm going to send Paul to A&E because I think this is urgent. And rather than just send you and say, you know, turn up at A&E and they'll deal with you there, what GPs are able to do now is, you know, through synapses, one click, they'll talk to the team who are going to be seeing you there anyway. So, you you know, they, they talk through the problem and say, you know, I've got Paul next to me. This is his problem. This is my examination findings. This is what I'm thinking. What do you think? And it sounds really simple, like a really basic thing, but the, but the impact of that conversation is, is massive. So from the data that we have, we know that that conversation changes what happens to the patient uh, more than eight times out of 10. So... 30% of the time, just with that conversation, the patient can avoid going to the hospital at all. And we know that uh, half the time, uh, they, the patient w- may still go to the hospital, but they don't need to go to A&E. So the, the, the specialist would say, you know, start this treatment now. You know, they don't need to come in, come in today, but we will see them, you know, in our clinic next week, for example. And, you know, just something, uh, it, it sounds such a small change, but that small change, when you when you deliver it across, you know, a, 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 a health economy across parts of the NHS, it has a massive impact on on how uh, you know the burden of work that the hospital has has to deal with. So it it, it really changes something that's emergency care. You know, patients turning up to any any changes it from emergency care either to community care or to planned urgent care. Um, so it has a, 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 a real massive impact on for the patient, but also for the whole system. Yeah, no, I, I mean, the benefits seem seem obvious. I, 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 one thing I was going to ask about the inspiration behind this, but I think you've kind of articulated that already. Um, and I suppose there must be two elements to this. One is that the patient experience and outcome surely is improving here because I'm expediting and getting to the right treatment and uh, the right pathway for me. And I suppose the other side is the experience from uh, from yourself and surgeons and clinicians, uh, you know, about almost avoiding that frustration from a patient. Do you see, have you seen that impact already where you kind of see actually the flow through and the, the relevance and the pathway seems, you know, more aligned to the patient needs now? Yeah, absolutely. So, so clearly, you know, patients don't want to go to hospital unless, unless they need to. And, you know, avoiding that or... Um, turning up to the hospital when they're expected. You know, when somebody knows their story, there's already a, a conversation happened through synapses 
that conversation is available for the team who's seeing them to review. There's already a plan in place, you know, made between the GP and the specialist even before the, the, the patient has left the GP practice. And that is a totally different experience for the patient versus turning up in A&E, you know, having to be asked all the questions from scratch. You know, once the synapsis episode has happened, that, that uh, episode of care for the patients is completely different because they're going into a, a uh, department in the hospital that already know about them. There's already been a conversation with their, with their GP. You know, and the kinds of things that, that synapsis allows um, specialists in, in the hospital to do, for example, is, is to think about discharge planning. So, you know, even if the patient uh, is coming in to be admitted to the hospital, because they can talk to the GP, they can start to think, okay, what is, what is the support going to be like when the patient leaves the hospital? So these are the types of things uh, that, can, that can go into that, that plan that, 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 that uh, comes out of, of the conversation on synapses. Um, so yeah, so it has, has, has a massive impact on, on the patient and, and benefits to, to, their, to their journey. Uh, how quickly you know treatment is initiated. If you think of something like stroke, you know the, the difference between um, somebody with a suspected stroke, stroke in, in the community being sent to A and E. If you compare that to what we're doing now with uh, stroke units, which is having a conversation and saying, you know, don't go to A and E, don't send the patient to A and E, you know, send them to our stroke unit. You know, we have a dedicated scanner, and they'll just be direct fast track through through the scanner and, and initiate. Uh, the appropriate treatment uh, uh, much quicker. Um, so it, it, has a, it has a massive impact. But you're absolutely right. You know, the, 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 the other side of, of, um, of it is, is the impact on the working lives of GPs and specialists. So if you, if you think about it from a GP point of view, rather than um, having to navigate very complex health problems uh, with a patient isolated, with, you know, without the ability to get support from from their colleagues in secondary care with synapses they can just pick up the phone um and and have that conversation with with um their, their colleague there and then so it, so they feel much more supported um and they rate their experience really highly so you know we, we we collect a lot of data about their their experience of using synapses and they really rate that experience of uh getting advice from their colleagues and having a, a conversation really and coming to a joint decision about what to do with the patients, they really rate that experience really highly. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I can, I can, yeah, I can see that absolutely. I, you know, as any interactions that, that I've had historically, there is almost you feel disconnected to some degree. Um, is there any limitation? So, so synapsis is looking at can it look across all potential pathways? Because um, you, you mentioned there about you know the stroke element. Um, so pretty much, uh, you know, as a patient comes in, synapsis then is going to identify the most effective pathway, regardless of the, of of the condition, the complaint, uh, whatever it might be. Yeah, absolutely. So synapsis works across kind of the breadth of medicine now. So from you know dermatology, pediatrics, uh, acute medicine, uh, ENT, respiratory, cardiology, mental health, palliative care. You know, so so real the the, the breadth of medicine. So we have. Um, you know, um, more than a uh, um, hundred different specialities using synapses, and within those each specialities, there's often dozens of pathways. Um, so, if you look at something like 
Um, pediatrics, for example, they would have a pathway for uh, rash, lower abdominal pain, failure to thrive, um, and, and so on. So, so, and what that means for the GP is that they have a single place to get advice. So rather than have to think, okay, well, this is a respiratory problem. How do I contact the trust? You know, or this is a pediatric problem. What is that bleep number? Rather than that, they have one place integrated into their primary care system where they can just single click and they're, they're, they're talking to, to the appropriate uh, spe specialist about uh, whatever the problem is that, that the patient they're seeing has. No, no, fa fantastic. I suppose, have you seen any challenge around, obviously there's a communication element within clinicians, surgeons, etc that are going to be adopting this system? Have you seen any challenges around there, around people looking to adopt this or people wanting to fall back onto traditional ways of working? How have you seen that that kind of transition? Uh, so I think the truth is that, you know, clinicians in, in secondary care are frustrated with the tools that they have, right? They, they've been making do with uh, bleeps, phones, emails, you know, forever, and everybody knows it's not fit for purpose. You know, it's, it, it, it sucks time. And more than that, you know, it, it, it contributes to burnout. Um, so, yeah, so what we found is that, uh, you know, when we've demonstrated the system to, um, uh, to, to, to teams in secondary care, they, they absolutely love it because one of the things it gives them is control over which patients they see, which patients they see and where they see them. So, you know, without synapses, what often happens is that, as I said, the patient will just turn up in A&E and then the team, you know, ENT or respiratory or cardiology, have to go to A&E to, to, to review that patient. Where having that conversation, they can say, you know, don't come to A&E, we've got a, a dedicated clinic for, you know, um, let's say an ENT hot clinic where, you know, we, we deal with, with ear complaints or, or a cardiology clinic where we deal with arrhythmias, you know, come to that clinic. And, and what that means for the specialist is that they can see the, 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 the patients that they really specialize in. So, you know, within a department, they will be consultants with different interests, for example, or a specialist nurse with a particular interest. And it means that they can select those patients to the appropriate clinic. And it's just revolutionary for, for um, you know, for, for, um, for, for, for clinicians in secondary care, really. It's, it's, it's revolutionary in the control that they have um, and, and their ability to make sure that the resources that, that they have within their department is directed, directed uh, appropriately. I, I know you, you kind of alluded to some stats there, um, and, you know, and I, I, forgive me if I get these stats wrong, but I think it's something around um, A&E attendances reduced by 83%, 70% of face-to-face um, -face consultations. Um, and then more recently reading a BBC article around the impact around um, kind of uh, skin cancer patients as well and the positive impact from a patient perspective. I mean, that must make you feel incredibly proud, you know, you know, maybe share some of your kind of thoughts around, uh, you know, how you perceive the, the impact that this is having and against some of those stats there. Yeah, so, um, you know, I... I really love what I do with synapses. You know, that, that's the first thing. It gives me uh, an enormous amount of, of um, uh, satisfaction to know that what we're doing and, and what the synapses team is doing every day is making it easier for you know clinicians 
um, to deliver better care for their patients, and and that is such a um, such a joy to be to be a part of, and um, you know it's it's the reason that that we all uh, work for Synapses, um, and you know the the what we what we do is is is, is as I said we, we we make it easier for clinicians to deliver uh, better care for their patients, and. You know the, the the result of that really speaks to the to the work that those clinicians are, are doing. So, for example, dermatology and teledermatology is, is a great example, where you know dermatology departments are really overwhelmed now with um, patients being referred as a suspected cancer. So they're they're going up exponentially, exponentially year on year, just the number of patients, and dermatology departments uh, are. Um, so, so busy seeing patients with suspected cancer that they can't see other urgent things like you know very bad psoriasis or very bad acne. So, so a lot of patients are, are waiting too long, frankly, to to see a dermatologist because they're overwhelmed with with um, suspected cancer. And we know um, that when synapses is is, is implemented uh, as it is for dermatology in a number of different areas now, that it reduces the need for a face-to-face -face appointment by about 70%. So the ability for a GP to simply take photos uh, uh, and send them to uh, the, the, the local dermatologist for them to review uh, reduces the need for, for a face-to-face -face appointment by, by about 70% ac ac across different areas. Um, and you know that's, that's testament to one, the skill of the dermatologist, right, to, to be able to uh, interpret those images, uh, the, the GP to, to be able to, to share the, the relevant information. Um, and, it, and it's great for patients. You know, pa patients really, really benefit from, from, from that uh, collaborative approach between primary and secondary care, which, which um, you know, has, 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 has been lost for, for a long time, for, for decades even. And, and it, we're just fortunate now that, that technology is coming in that, that can make that bond uh, uh, stronger again. So, 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 you know, I, I, I'm, I'm really happy to be, to be part of, of, of driving that change. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it, it's incredible. I mean, just hearing some of the outcomes and the demonstrable benefits that, you know, clinicians, surgeons, the NHS can derive from this and the positive impact it has on patients. And I think that from a technology perspective, we're seeing as well, I mean, we, we, you know, we, you know, we, we're a digital technology partner to the NHS and social care. And we know that the benefits that can be derived from, from that. But sometimes the challenges around adoption, um, the communication, the buying. Um, do you have any thoughts on, because it sounds like an incredible system. And this phrase that you hear so many times is, it's a no-brainer. If it's a no-brainer, then you know it's, well, we should implement this, but it, that doesn't always happen. What's your views on, you know, how do we get into a situation within health and social care where people feel more comfortable or we create the environment to, for people to be able to foster these different solutions and, you know, start to implement them and move away from the kind of legacy, um, more clunky manual processes? Do you have any views on that? Yeah, sure. So I, th I think things, things are definitely... Um moving very quickly in that direction you know and i think the nhs has done a great job actually of um upskilling clinicians to become you know uh skilled in, in in digital health so certainly the 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 quality of the conversations that we're having is 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 
um, you know, light is compared to where we were um, uh, uh, a few years ago. So, so it's, I think the NHS is doing uh, a, an awful lot of things right. Um, the truth is, clinicians want change. That they, they, they are very dissatisfied with with the way things are. They know, you know, in their personal lives, they know how good technology can be. They want the same thing in uh, in, in in their working lives as well. So, I don't think there's any uh, resistance to change. One of the the the, the issues to to making change happen is is like everyone's busy, right? Clinicians are busy um, seeing patients. And, you know, I think the, the, the onus is on, um, you know, companies like Synapsis to uh, to make that change as easy as possible. So we really focus on doing, um, you know, uh, the heavy lifting really in terms of training, in terms of implementation, in terms of getting our integration right. So we focus an awful lot on making sure that uh, Synapsis works with the systems that, that clinicians are already using, like you know, EMIS and System One in primary care, and Cerner and uh, other EPR systems in secondary care, so we really focus on that, so that um, you know, GPs can and and clinicians and in secondary care can just use their mobile device if they want to, they can use their desktop if they want to, um, and they can they can uh, things like single sign on are important, you know, just very just very basic things that um, you know. People are used to in their in their in their personal life when they use technology. We're bringing that into the NHS, and and you know my, my feeling is that uh, clinicians want change. They that's what they expect. They're frustrated that it hasn't happened 10, 20 years ago. Um, but but when when you show them what what's what's possible, absolutely they they they're ready to change. Yeah, no, you, I mean you touched on something there around interoperability, which is it kind of gets banded around. But I think you're absolutely right you know it has the biggest impact these simple integrations and they sound so obvious that why wouldn't you you know bring patient you know adverse patient information automatically from a patient record system you know single sign on these things that they do have a huge impact and something that we're fiercely passionate about as well is around interoperability in terms of so from um you know if, if you had one challenge or one thing that you could change, what would that be? And I kind of following on from that, what, what's next? Where, where's the journey going for Synapsis and yourself? So the journey for us is, is uh, really to keep doing what we're doing. So to you know, deliver uh, the best technology solutions that we can to uh, clinicians in primary and secondary care. Um, as you say, uh, make our system the most interoperable uh, um, system available working with with um you know nhs systems like ers the nhs spine primary care systems and secondary care systems um and doing it in more a more part of the country so we've we've got very exciting projects um about to go live we're we're already delivering that scale in in a number of areas so so we're very excited about uh what, what the next 12 months um has in store for synapses we're we're um uh, growing as we have over, over over the last few years, so um, yes, we're very excited to to really keep doing what we're doing, uh, but doing it for more clinicians um, and and improving all the time. So that that's the other thing about is we have a culture of continual improvement um, and and learning, listening, and, and and empathy with 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 our users. So so we're really focused on on that and, and getting ever better at at, at those things. 
I think, as I suppose as well, there's, you can see how this almost fits into virtual wards and things like that as we move into ICBs, ICS, integrated care systems. Um, do, do, do you see that that's going to be a, a part of the evolution as well? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the thing about virtual wards is, is moving patients who would otherwise be in the hospital out into the community. Um, and what you want to avoid is, is them bouncing back in. You know, so um, and in order to 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 prevent that, one of the things is upskilling um, uh, whoever's going to be seeing them in the community, and Synapsis does that. That's our uh, bread and butter. We're also making sure that information that's collected in those virtual wards are available, you know, to the clinicians who who need to re- to review them, and and you know, we're, we're working with a number of different providers now um, to provide. Um, patient level data into synapses so that decision making within synapses is 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 getting ever ever more informed and 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 better brilliant oh and I, I, yeah i think this is an incredible story and a, a, you know an amazing piece of or a, an example of where technology can be applied to to have a real positive impact you know against a heavily pressured and challenged health and social care system so thanks for sharing that uh, this is kind of at this point as well where we ask um, our kind of um, guests to almost give their what, what the health tech moment. And this is really where something that stood out, you know, over your career in the NHS, um, where you've just seen something that you kind of made you stop and think, wow, that is incredible. Might be technology, an event, you know, an outcome, something like that. I don't know if there's something you can share around a standout moment. Um. It probably sounds like a bit of a cliche now, but I must say, you know, going back to the to the very early days of of COVID, that was um, such a, a revelation in 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 the pace at which things got 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 implemented for, for us as synapses. So, obviously, a lot lot of things were happening, but uh, at that point, so let's say you know February, January, February. 2020, it was, we had enough data, enough case studies to know that synapses was the right thing to do, right? It, it made sense. It saved money for the system um, and improved uh, outcomes for patients. And, and, and it, was, it was liked by, by clinicians and made their lives easier. And that was the traditional model then, you know, that you would um, build a case study and uh, plead your case. When COVID came in March, so, so uh, you know, it became an imperative. So all of a sudden, it was, you know, dangerous to have patients in the hospital unless they needed to be there, um, and obviously dangerous to, to the patient. So that change was almost overnight, and, and the pace at which synapses was, was, was driven out, uh, rolled out to paramedics, for example, and to um, mental health units in the community, um, and to community nursing was 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 incredible, and, and that drive was was driven by um, the, the the clinicians in, in in the hospital and and GPs because they they knew the value of it. They'd understood that from the work that they were doing already, and they were saying, you know, synapses is a solution to keeping patients out of hospital. So that you know, I know I, it, you probably hear it all the time, but but it was a real. Uh, thing that, that that I lived through uh, with synapses and, and that change and, and the impact that I had so quickly and, and how quickly clinicians changed things and pivoted and, and drove change themselves 
um, and how they were were empowered to do that actually. So how um, you know at that time very people knew what to do, right? So that nobody there were people uh, became lead, you know very effective leaders as far as I could tell, quick very quickly, and people congregated around them and said, yeah, the, you know the, these people these are the clinicians with with, with uh, the vision and the idea of how things need to be organized to, to, to get us through this, this, this crisis. And it was just a, an incredible period to, 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 to have witnessed um, uh, firsthand, really. Yeah, no, no, I, I see that. I, I think everybody's, you know, come to recognize that COVID and the pandemic was this catalyst for change, but it accelerated that change. And, and, and we saw, you know, digital adoption increase to some, to some degree, it's almost a shame that we have to wait for these events to become that catalyst, but you, you can understand why, because of, you know, the ongoing pressures. Um, oh, I'm, it's been an absolute pleasure. I, I'm so glad you shared your story. I think it's a fantastic um, proposition offering that you guys have. And, uh, you know, I hope it continues and um, we, we, you know, we see it further expanded and hear more about, about the positive impacts it, it can have. Great. Thank you very much, Paul. Pleasure to talk, talking with you today. Yep. No, no, thanks for your time. And um, thank you, What the Health Tech listeners. Um, you can pick this up on uh, our YouTube channel, Spotify, and on the website. Um, and thank you very much for listening. Um, again, thank you very much for your time today. Yeah.